Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other hosts, Brendan McCullough and Mark Choi. How are you guys doing? Hey man, you know me. I'm just here, out out over here, just... And you, Bren? Flawless. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As as is tradition with the show, before we started recording, I ate something very questionable. Dude, stop. No, I'm stopping you right now. Yes. (laughs) You were cut off. You got cut off. Well played, Mark. Okay. Fair enough. Let's uh, dive right in with the games we've been playing. Uh, I feel like we haven't heard from you uh, the most recently, Mark, so how about you go first? Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. I've uh, still been playing uh, uh, Shadowrun. That's been going well. Really cool game. Awesome cyberpunk vibes. Real digging it. Oh, yo, now I remember it. I knew I had a game I wanted to bring up. So the free game of the month on Xbox One was uh, The Crew. And it's like uh, yeah, Fast and Furious in, in a video game, basically. So like, like every cr- racing game ever? Well... Oh, you know, a lot of racing games you just you just race, but this has like a distinct storyline. I'm talking corrupt FBI agents, fast cars, tuning cars, getting undercover in a gang to have them trust you, but really you're like a FBI informant. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, I've been, I don't know. Johnson. I've been having a lot of fun playing it. It's one of those games that you can just like boot up, play for 20, 30 minutes, and then just turn it off, and it's very easy to do so. Which is what I really like. Um, not that I'm sh- like shackled for time or anything. I just, I like to play a lot of different games. So most people have like a kid or something when they appreciate games like that. But for me, it's because I want to just go play more games. <laughs> Your child is other games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I'm the same way. It's because you also kind of get that guilt where it's like, you know, for us, it's like, oh, you play Witcher and you play it for like 13 hours in one day. It's like, Fuck. Yeah. I've done nothing but play Witcher. Like I but then with the smaller games you can trick yourself into thinking like, oh I can get more stuff done, but then you play thirteen hours but just in different games, small games. Oh totally. Yeah, and um Yeah, so I've been playing that. I played like a, a couple rounds of Overwatch um pretty recently. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, like this past week has been pretty pretty nuts i've been setting up my own private cloud server in my house uh so i went out and i got a bunch of of pc parts and used some some stuff that i already had laying around and i i'm running um and uh ubuntu 14.04 and i have uh own cloud set up and i have my own registered domain to um to host all of this stuff. So, so every, well, all of the data that's being stored on this cloud server is, is on my personal drives, which is what I like. I'm a very paranoid, yeah, conspiracy nut. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted all I my, I can own, attest to that. I am. And, and I, uh, one of my biggest things was having everything I'm storing on the cloud be, you know, managed by me. So that's now a thing that's in my house. I have that, Thing running, I have one, two, three, four, nine hard drives in this in this server. Sure. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's the real for a deal. collective how much storage? Uh, it's probably like seven or eight terabytes, I think. Nice. Yeah. So, um, not all of that's full, obviously, 
Sure. But I just like having it. So I've been, that, that's been a pretty big time sink. But once that gets resolved, I'm having some networking problems, um, that are almost done, but then it sh- everything should, should be good. And I should be able to play more games after that. He's building it solely to store all of his anime. I was thinking porn. I was just like, what the Dude, hell? No, they, no, they don't have to be mutually exclusive, Doug. I know. <laughs> oh, true. No, but no, if you have a big gaming rig, uh, especially if you're going to be setting up for VR, you never know. I don't know. Very good point. Yeah. And uh, the other thing you mentioned anime. So with all these, these ridiculous laws being passed by people that don't actually understand how the internet works, we're slowly encroaching on a time where being able to easily share files uh, albeit maybe not entirely legally, is going to go away. It's going to become a thing of the past, in my opinion. So you can't – think about it. If you want to share an entire season of anime with somebody, you want to upload it somewhere. Well, you pick a cloud service, you upload it, and it instantly gets scanned using one of their automated services and gets copyright infringement written all over it, and it gets taken down. But – by me having that here, I give someone access to my server, I make them an account, they can give me whatever I want, and no one's the wiser. Which is another reason why I wanted to set this up. If I want to swap anime with anybody that wants to access it, I can do that, because no one's going to catch me. Except if they listen to this podcast. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was just thinking that. They'll but... never find the body I hid in my backyard, specifically at this location. The, yeah, the thing that I just laid out on <laughs> Wait, a, on, on air. Uh, do you want me to beep that out? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you don't have to. It's cool. <laughs> but I believe the... I know the European... I think it was the European Union, but I think the FCC recently did a case where they consi- they labeled the internet as a, a utility, much like electricity and water. So it can't be as regulated as the internet providers want where they want to get rid of net neutrality. So at the current moment, we're safe, but they've been trying to pass the laws to get rid of net neutrality for about 15 years now. And they keep changing the names or adding it onto another bill, like, and trying to sneak it in. So at the moment we're good, but I believe there is a position opening up in the F or no, there's a position opening up in the Supreme court after the one judge died. And people are worried that the new judge will be in favor of net, or getting rid of net neutrality and override the FCC's ruling. So it's still a uh, still battle, it's still something to be cautious of and to look into. And uh, oh, definitely, yeah. I, I don't know if you remember uh, SOPA and PIPA. Yeah, oh, yeah I did reports um, on. Yeah, it well, those. Cool. I mean, so that was. I, I'll try not to keep ranting about all this stuff, but I'm, I'm very passionate about it. But yeah, mm-hmm. please so do. all of that. You know, that was the first time a big movement actually shut down big time politicians and fat cats with a lot of money invested in this. So that was a billions of dollars went into backing that law. Nobody actually wanted it, but it's all these people voting for it because they assume they can have monetary gain from it passing. And I don't know if you're familiar with Aaron Schwartz, but mm-hmm. he's a big time, um, so you know, internet social activist. Uh, and he was the, the, the main leader for all of this stuff. And he was the guy that got everyone aware of this and started all sorts of protests and, and campaigns to get it shut down. And it got noticed. It actually did, which was so rare because, you know, that never happens. Everything's done behind closed doors and that's just the way it is. But after that happened, he got cracked down on really, really hard. And, you know, it had been like that for a very long time because he had been pulling stuff like this. But – it's the saddest story ever, but basically, 
in the end, he he ended up killing himself because of antiquated laws that they were trying to try him for 35 plus years mm-hmm. for downloading free journal articles from the MIT's from MIT's network and tried and he all he did was download them. He didn't even give them away and they were free. But it the was FBI, through the school while he was at MIT. Yeah. 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 He da- he said he made a script and it pulled down all of these articles and it's like okay yeah maybe maybe that's frowned upon but threatening think about that 35 years in prison for downloading some free scholarly journals that's so fucked yeah well that's yeah, like- well he and the the pressure just got to him and he ended up killing himself but the, and it was a lot more to it but yeah all this all, all this stuff really it, I don't know. It gets you down, but you can't, you know, just accept it. You have to speak up when you see all this stuff happening. Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe like Hillary Clinton getting, get it, the FBI recommending that no charges be pressed. But yeah, now we're gonna drift into so, a ranting territory. So let's avoid. That. I know yeah. poor Mark. That's a ranting area, so we'll avoid that. Um, but yeah, so it's still, it's still like a iffy battle that's still going on. And honestly, I think it'll forever go on because. It's the internet providers who want to get rid of net neutrality who give them more control. So, yeah, I think as long as they're around, as long as it's still a giant monopoly as it is, or duopoly or oligopoly, whatever you want to call it, there's still too much power within too few companies. Um, but fuck, how do we get here? Yeah, that's a good point. But all (laughs) I was gonna say is that's uh, a weird game I've been playing lately. Yeah, pretty much. How about you, Brent? Let's dive into that to just get off that bummer trail. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Chronicles RuneScape Legends, still fun, but I've definitely stopped playing it, like, almost entirely. It's still fun, but there is a small, like, single-player campaign where you play as each... There's five characters, and you place each character at, like, beginner, medium, and expert level, like, the difficulty levels. And that's about it for the single-player campaign. And then there's like little dungeons and you can play with other people online, but that's about it. So unless you want to keep battling people online, and I think I've gotten a majority of the cards for all the characters, I'm sure there's still a ton I can get from packs and stuff, but the ones you get naturally from leveling up, I believe I've gotten them all. So at this point, it's just the same game for me where it's just battling other random players until I get the money to try a dungeon, which are fucking so hard. Um, It's... It's still a great game, and I highly recommend it to everybody because it's free and so good. Like it's undeniably good, but it's it just maybe it's just I'm not a big card game guy. Maybe this is just the you know standard appeal of card games, and it just loses me after a certain point, like an MMO or something. I think it's just not my specific genre and why I don't play them all the time. Uh, still highly recommend though. So I stopped playing that. I'm still playing Shellshock Live a ton because I fucking love Pocket Tanks, and that's exactly what it is. There's no denying that. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's essentially like Worms, but without Worms. Like, it's just 2D shooter where you shoot at people, just crazy sort of weapons, and they're always entertaining. Nice. And you can stick it just, like Mark said, it's a short short game that so you can stick a bunch of time into without realizing. And then, uh, yeah, Overwatch. Still playing it. Still hate the community. I've heard a lot of people, other people saying the community's getting really bad lately. And it's unfortunate, but it, you know, it's no representative of the game itself. The game's great. We all agree on that. 
and I think it's just because of how popular the game is, it's drawing in communities from other games that normally wouldn't have that community. Like, so we're drawing in like the CSGO community and the Call of Duty community and all these other first person shooter communities that normally wouldn't be in the crowd with like casual players. Like, I know a lot of kids playing it, like a 10 year old and like a 13 year old, like young kids because of how colorful and stuff it is. So I think it's just because of how popular it is, you're going to find toxic, salty people everywhere. But Pretty much, yeah. Uh, for the most part, it's pretty good, but every now and then you'll get some matches that are just fucking annoying as shit. And FYI, if you're if we're playing Overwatch together and you talk on your mic, I'm instantly muting it. Everyone gets muted when I play. Yeah. Unless I'm on a team with it. Like, unless there are people I know like Mark. Because usually it's just someone like blasting music in the background, screaming, trying to be, you know, lol, XD, random, so crazy, and, like, trying to be funny, and it's so fucking painful. Ugh. It's not better than silence, let's put it that way. Yeah, that's not better than silence. Um, <laughs> you don't like it when people are blaring Smash Mouth while you're playing? Oh my god, it's, and it's all the fucking time, like, people just leave the mics on all the time instead of press the talk. Uh, it's helpful in competitive mode, which they now have, which is still buggy as all hell. Like, if you want to be, like, you know, if you want to make a competitive online game, it's got to be really fine tuned. And this is not at all. So, cause Blizzard, even when they announced this game, they were talking about how it's not going to be a competitive game. Like it's going to be a game where you play against each other, but it's not going to be a hardcore competitive esports. And they're trying to do that now. So it's going to take a lot of work to get there. Uh, I mostly played to get my pla- uh, placement ranking, which is like 61, whatever that means. Uh, and then I stopped playing competitive altogether because it's, it's not good. And it's just where all the salty tryhards go, which is where they belong. And it's just not fun. So I'm just in quick plays all the time and the weekly brawls, which okay. are ridiculous. Yeah. I've pretty um, much just been playing quick play. Yeah. As well. And I'll bring it up while we're talking about it. There are rumors floating around that, well, Blizzard released an image not too long ago, uh, while we're recording this. And it's kind of hinting at a possible new character. And they've already, Blizzard already announced way ahead of time that they're definitely adding more heroes. I'm not exactly sure how many. My guess would be three. Cause support would need two and tank class would need one. And then everyone would have six heroes. So I think that would bounce it all out. And the image they released is a blueprint of a sniper rifle mixed with Mercy's, uh, biotic, like healing tech. And it's got notes from, uh, what's his name? Torbjorn and notes from Mercy, who they both built it. And it's essentially like a sniper rifle that heals people instead of hurting them. So a lot of people are speculating it's going to be a support class sniper, which hmm. would be very interesting. Yeah. And for the most part, people are uh, suggesting it's going to be Sombra, which is a character they've hinted at in different maps and, and some of the characters' backstories, like Reaper worked with her a lot who is a sniper. I believe she's Mexican or Spanish of some sort. And then, uh, that's what everyone's assuming, but in the picture they release, it says uh, Soldier 76's name and Reaper's name. But in Brazil, the image was released, and it also has Farah's mother's name in the image. Jesus so, Christ. Fam- a lot of, <laughs> oh yeah, this is like Metal Gear Solid level of like conspiracy Family theories. tree and like all these people like diving into like, who could it be? Like Yeah. Geez. But like Metal Gear Solid 3, they're often right. Like, people figure it out because they're such diehard fans. God, that's so wild. The biggest, the biggest assumption is it's going to be a support healing class, 
sniper rifle, or support healing, it's redundant, but a support sniper rifle, and it's either going to be Sombra or Farrah's mother. I really hope it's not Farrah's mother, because we don't fucking need more, but Sombra's a new character, so that'll be fun. Oh, I just want it to be something out of completely out of left field, like drunken Mickey Mouse with like a rocket launcher. <laughs> I mean, it's Blizzard, so they would have to fight to get the rights from. Yeah, Disney, I'm totally which, kidding. That's not possible. Which Mickey? God damn it, Mark! Playing Overwatch now. We got the quick plays going. Woo! How long is that last? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know why he's doing it, but that's essentially what it's like. Yes. So if you play it quick, I wish there was just a like setting where you can just have everyone muted by default. Like when you join a match, everyone's already muted. Already muted. Oh, um, Mark, you just made me think. Why haven't we done that in the past? Like our our listeners deserved that. No, I'm kidding. Get, they deserve <laughs> to get Rick rolled. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing back Rick rolling. It's been too long. No. no, no one wants that. No, no one wants that but you. Yeah, that's dude. We're sorry, my, listener. Please don't be mad at us. <laughs> me and my friend Rob rickrolled our high school on the morning announcements, and no one had any idea what was going on. Oh yeah, I actually remember that. <laughs> God damn it! It's a lot of dumb shit we did in high school. Well, anyway, what yeah. were you been playing? Uh, haven't you been playing? Yeah. I've yeah, I've been playing. Uh, well, this month is we're in the middle of July right now, and there were some free games for PS Plus, so I grabbed. Fury and Saint Row, Saints Row, Gat Out of Hell. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. So I didn't get around to playing either just yet. I have them downloaded. But let's first talk about Saints Row, Gat Out of Hell. So first of okay. all, terrible I, pun, I, and it just looks like garbage to me. I'm sure it's going to be like <laughs> like fun if I get like super drunk or whatever, and like just some like yeah, let me go destroy demons and shit. And like, well, have but, you played any of the Saints Row games? No, and I okay. all I know about them is from what you've told me. And in general, like. Main character looks like such a douchebag tool that I could <laughs> care less about. It looks like I I was trying to come up with a description and it looks like that game that never came out demonic like as far as bad oh, graphics yeah. and then I don't even know mixed with Grand Theft Auto and in, in a not even though. Ugh. Well, it, it if you're playing this one, like this is kind of like it's not necessarily DLC, but it might as well be. It's not really its own game. Like it's, it's I believe it's pretty short. Yeah, it doesn't even look like its own game. And, when, and the entire trailer looks like one area. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. is that what this entire game is? Jesus Christ. Yeah, like this could I really believe this could have just been DLC and they're just like, ah, fuck it, let's put it as its own game. Like that way you don't need Saints Row 3 to play it. Well, or 4 or whatever it's a you know, spin off of. Well, if it's uh, free, that makes sense then. I, I don't know. Yeah, if you got a free, that's fine. Like you'll, I mean, I don't know if you'll enjoy it, but it's. It's a great game for free. Yeah, well, on Steam, I see it's going for 15 bucks. No one better have fallen for that. <laughs> but if you don't know, like, the particular sense of humor of the... Like, it's not hard to understand. It's not like it's smart or anything. It's the complete opposite of that. But you, you'll come into it thinking, like, oh, my God, this is so fucking annoying and obnoxious. But it's kind of like the characters start... Like, St. started off trying to be, like, a Grand Theft Auto clone in one, but trying to be a little more over the top. And then at two, they just said, fuck it, and went completely over the top, and it just escalates with each one. To the point where I believe Saints Row 4, Saints Row 3, I believe you come, the President of the United States, and in 4, I believe Earth is wiped out by aliens or something. Like, so it's super ridiculous. And the character Johnny Gat, which is his name, it dies, I believe, in the second or third, maybe both. And he goes to hell, and essentially just, the game can be summarized with, I, 
Johnny Gat going to hell and kicking Satan in the teeth. Pretty much, yeah, that's what it looks like. And I could care fucking less. This character looks like shit. This the humor probably isn't gonna make me like enjoy the game any more than I would. Oh, the character's a raging douchebag. No one will argue against that. All right, but it's it's up there with I would say like uh, I don't really know what to pick. It's hit or miss. Like it's kind of like Gearbox humor with like Borderlands and stuff. Like f- you can tell they're trying really hard, and sometimes it's really painful because of how hard they're trying to be funny and like wacky. And then sometimes it'll actually be pretty funny, though. Well, that's what I mean. I wish this game was cheaper, because this would be the game that I would gift to people that I don't like. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't argue against that. It's not, <laughs> it's not a great game. But it's definitely, like, solidly built, because, like I said, they built Saints Row 3 or whatever, and then just added this to it. So it, it works, but it's completely over-the-top stupid and dumb and... Just yeah. go in with low expectations, and you might end up enjoying it. I'll see. I'll get back to you guys if I ever get around to playing it. I'll, automatically, I'm just thinking to myself, this isn't my bag of chips, but whatever. Um, the other game, though, Fury, definitely has my eye. And in fact, it just looks oh, so boy. unique and interesting. But also, I'm probably going to find myself in a blind Fury and just like c- completely rage quit a lot of times. Uh, but it looks like this very colorful artistic experience of a fighter game that and in fact i think someone involved in the project has background in working on afro samurai or something i heard, i thought i heard and I you could was the art director of yeah, this game you could totally see it in, in the main character or whatever it looks really interesting i i'm super stoked yeah i've heard people describe it i watched someone actually stream all of it like because and thankfully i did because i wouldn't be able to play this game because i would just snap my keyboard in half like i would definitely get mad and rage quit of this game so i'm glad i was able to experience and watch it without having to actually uh suffer through it because i know how terrible i'd be at it um but for anyone who's interested you can also buy the soundtrack like i'm going to my problem is the soundtrack is 15 dollars and the game's 25 oh wow well the thing is there's a shitload of electro musicians on that oh, soundtrack it's... and they're actually uh putting it on vinyl so it's a double vinyl so that's super fucking expensive so it's kind of yeah. justified i think like every song is done by a different dj or something or different producer or, or maybe like every two songs the soundtrack's fucking amazing Stocked. it's glorious and it's definitely worth the 15 dollars. and they know it hell like, i might even get it on vinyl being such like a vinyl addict myself yeah, they knew this was going to be a huge selling part for the game, so it's not like five bucks extra and you can get the soundtrack. Like they're like, this is a main selling point, and it's so good. The music's amazing. Um, but yeah, a perfect way to describe this game is EDM plus Afro Samurai plus like a bullet hell. Yeah, and Tron or whatever you want. The EDM aspect, it's very just like you're on ecstasy. Yeah, lights <laughs> everywhere. It's a boss rush game. So and like it's all walking cinematics. So what that means is it's just, I believe, like, nine, maybe ten boss fights, and that's it. But they're really hard boss fights, and they're pretty long. And I've heard some reviews of it say, like, the the game isn't that hard, it's just the battles are so long, and it's just a battle of endurance, not skill, and that's how a lot of people lose. But I think that's fair. I think that's what it's supposed to be, because it's a boss rush game, and it's a bullet hell. Like, so if the battles weren't long, the game, you could beat the game in, like, two three hours and it would suck so yeah. i think it's good that it's long but like it's really gonna wear you down it's go fucking like and i was telling doug off air uh the main character has about three like health bars like imagine like a fighting game with health bars and different layers of health bars the main character has about three and every time you get one of those health bars gets killed 
the boss's health fully regains as well. So it's like that phase of that battle starts all over again. And then the bosses will have maybe five, six, seven health bars. So you really got to wear like wear them down and cut through them. But my God, it's beautiful. It really is just visually stunning. And I'm fucking super glad that I got it for free because, it, yeah, it's $25. It's pr- literally came out uh, two days ago as of this recording. So it's brand new and I got it for free. That feels good. Thanks, PlayStation Plus. You're doing me good this month, unlike Tropico 5 or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but then again, I saw that in stores for 60 bucks. I'm like, whoever, I, I, I can't believe that's even selling if at all. But um, it's popular games. A buddy of mine bought it for me on Steam. I've yet to play it because (laughs) I'm not like a big Civ guy, and it seems very similar to Civ. Yes. So I'm not a big city planner guy. Bastel might like him. He might have played him. Definitely. But um, that's I don't know. In general, I'm excited to get uh, into playing that. We'll see. I'll give the listener more of a solid review. And in fact, I think yeah, it's like an indie game. If you want to say, I don't. Yeah, the studio that's responsible isn't that well known, if I'm not mistaken. So, and I'm gonna try so, to see if we can get them on the show. Uh, fingers crossed. But they're called the Game Bakers. It's the only game they have on Steam. So, th- granted, they might have made more games, just not on Steam. But that's the only one I see. Gotcha. Yeah. So we'll have to get in touch with them. But uh, uh the as far as the games so I've been good. playing, I haven't even been playing those. Those are just what I got for free this month. Uh, <laughs> I, I've only really been playing the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. I'm really fucking loving that, and it honestly is making me think to myself, I'm probably gonna end up getting the Nathan Drake collection just to like play <laughs> something similar. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll get back Dude, to you Laura guys Croft. on that. Yeah, well, I saw it in Target for 40 bucks, and I'm like, ah, if it was 20, it'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But uh, then again, it's three games, so I'm like, ah, I'm just an asshole. Um, but I we'll mean, see. They're good, but I've said it before. You'll play one. That's pretty much it. Like, that's, I mean, there's no real story because it gets retconned immediately after in the next game. Yeah, and I, I can already tell I'm gonna despise Nathan Drake, but that's regardless. <laughs> yeah, you will hate him. Yes. I, oh, god damn it. Um, so regardless, uh, the game that I actually have been playing is a mobile game, and it's the one that we've all been playing because it took the world by storm. It's Pokemon Go. And the thing about it is, I got, I, I was playing it early thanks to Bren. He brought it to our attention because there was a Reddit out there saying, Oh, it's out in Australia and New Zealand. That means by third-party apps, you uh, Americans can get it if you just download it and tell them that that's your region. Um, and thanks to Brand, he sent me a link. I was able to get it installed early, and I was like, oh, I'm so hip, I have Pokemon Go. And then literally within hours, I saw like an article go out, and it was just like, uh, it, Pokemon Go released in the U.S. also. And I'm like, well, no shit, because everyone's doing what me and Bren are doing, and they're just yeah. like, we, we, we pretty much have to release it at this point. I'm actually curious about that. I wonder when it was actually scheduled for release in the U.S., but I think that's honestly the case. So many people were just doing it anyway that they're like, ah, oh, fuck, well, just do yeah. it. We must have done it, like, maybe 12 hours, like, ahead of it or something. Like, so it's not like, oh, we got, like you know, a week ahead of time. So we're got like, I got like 50 Pokemon while all these people just started. It's like, nah, I got like seven or yeah, something. Exactly. And well, it is. I, all right. So everyone's got mixed opinions on this. I'm fucking thrilled about it. I really like the overall feel to it. There's certain things that I wish were more customizable. Like your character, there was like three options for his hat mm-hmm. and backpack and shit. And, and like, they're, hair all color. Very, they're all very minor differences. Yeah. So it's just like, give us more options there. Uh, and then as far as the whole AR aspect, the augmented reality, uh, it's not that 
exciting like especially the way they sold it on that commercial like everybody knew when i think when we even spoke about it earlier like we said like there's no way they're gonna live up to these expectations they made it seem like so fucking badass but for what they can do with the technology that's available us and in reality of 2016 they did a pretty decent job like for instance when i first started the game there's a squirtle on my fucking lap and i was like wow that's pretty cool so i don't know in general uh here's one complaint the way you capture Pokemon in this game is completely unlike previous Pokemon games. I like the fact that you would battle the ones that you encounter, weaken them to then throw a Pokeball at them, and in their weakened state, they can't escape. This version, it's more or less no battle involved. You just find them, they can run away if you're not quick enough, and you have to basically flick your finger on your screen to send pokeballs flying at them in like certain arches and it like really is dependent on like the arc and measure of your flick so and i've wasted like like sometimes it'd be like five to ten pokeballs on a certain pokemon and it just like i'd be missing wildly it was like so you have to get used to that mechanic but once you do it is kind of easy um so yeah but, there's some sort of like ring that like shrinks down while you do it and reset so i don't really understand that but I I noticed there's just like if you catch them a certain way, and I think it has to do with that ring. You can get nice or great, and it adds bonus points to when you capture them. Exactly. I think the point of that ring is if you throw your Pokeball in an arc and it hits that point of the ring, you'll get a nice or a great. And I was actually getting uh, more used to that and getting greats more often, and it does add to your experience points. Um, uh, okay. I noticed some of the Pokemon what? actually swat away at the ball from you. Like yeah. You throw them, they'll back back it at you. Mm-hmm. This is me. I, maybe I should just be happy. Everybody's so hyped about this, but it's just so weird to me that if I posted all these hype statuses on social media about a new Pokemon game that came out, if it wasn't on a smartphone, everyone would crucify me and call me like the biggest loser of all time. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all these people that never played Pokemon before, and all it wasn't cool when it was on a 3DS, but now it's on a cell phone, and everyone has it, and it's the big talk of the town. Everyone's okay with it all of a sudden. No, Does Mark, anyone- you've totally analyzed it correctly. Mm, it's definitely... Salt. No, uh, but so you, he's, he's absolutely right. It is, <laughs> yeah, like, he is. It's like, it's a fad, and I it's sad to say that I know this one's going to fade quickly, but the thing oh, yeah. is, the true Pokemon fans, it's going to last. They're going to be like, dude, I have like oh, every yeah. last fucking Pokemon, and I'm yeah, hoping we'll they s- update it. You're right. You're right, Doug. We'll, we'll, we will see who the real fans are in, in about a week. Pretty well, much. So- well, that's the thing. I saw we've talked to Basta a bit um, because he's busy, but he was. I think he's really mad about this. Like, <laughs> I think he was complaining about people who were so hyped for the Pokemon Go, and then complaining about people who were complaining about Pokemon Go being a disappointment and stuff. And we were talking about like, oh, this game is odd, or like, oh, that's cool how this game works. And I think game is a very generous term for what this is. Yeah, uh, the augmented reality, I think, is like you said, it's good for what it is, but I. I more or less see it as a Pokemon filter where you can just add a Pidgey to a random picture you take or a Meowth is sitting on top of your car. Isn't it crazy? Like, and that's it. You're right. It's not like you're actually interacting with them in that room. It's not like the Magikarp is flopping around trying to get to your sink so it gets in water. Like, it's just, (laughs) it's just a filter you can put on so you can take a picture of, uh, you know, superimposed Pokemon in some random real life situation. So it just looks like weird, badly photoshopped pictures. Um, so I don't mind it, but I turned it off immediately. Like it's not the selling point for me at all. 
Yeah. I have been running around my neighborhood trying to catch a fucking Eevee that's somewhere around here, but God help me if I can find them. Oh, dude, yeah, that's the cool thing about it. Like, they, they are obviously trying to get you outdoors and do some walking around, but that's- all that's happening is me on my lunch break driving through a bunch of parking lots trying not to hit cars and be like, oh, here's a fucking slowpoke. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. For all intents and purposes, this is just a nerdy Fitbit. Because for someone like me, I don't actually need to leave my house for any reason. Like, I don't, like, if I don't need to, I won't. I'm a homebody. So I really haven't caught anything, maybe a Pokemon a day, like, since we've, uh, since it's been out. Because it's really encouraging you to go out and do stuff. And for me, I'm living in the bubble, bumblefuck nowhere. Like, so I really can't walk too far because my area is so fucking hilly. So I, and it's like 95 degrees the last like week. So I will die if I do this. So, like, I can't go out. And a lot of these places, it's not just, like, on the side of the road or, like, in a parking lot. There's a lot, but it's not all of them. Some of them are, like, in front of your neighbor's house and, like, in a business. And it's, like, I I can't just run into these places, catch it, and then, like, run it. I've seen people post all on the internet, like, them in the bathroom catching a diglet. It's, like, that's weird to have your camera out, like, taking pictures in the bathroom. <laughs> so, it's, it's definitely going to get, like, to an odd point. And it's because... I believe these Pokemon just kind of wander around these areas, like these predetermined routes, and they're not really planning for like being inside of places or being near places you can't publicly be around. Like, it's weird if a 45 year old balding guy is like hanging around a playground with a bunch of kids because he's trying to catch a Dratini. Like, you're going to get some looks. So, I think this is, it's great that it's getting people outside and it's cool that it's mapping like everything. Like, it's mapped the world and so many people can play it, but it's really not a game. I think gym battles, you actually just swipe left or right to dodge, and then you tap at them to attack. So it's like a very minimal battle, and I think that's the most game-like combat you're going to get. Yeah, well, that brings up an interesting point. There's a few things that I'm still curious to see. Like, I thought it was more or less like, I don't want to say MMO, but I thought if I was on the server and I'm like in an area with another player playing the game, I'd see like a little avatar of them or something. And then I'd be able to click on them and be like, yo, you want to fucking trade Pokemon or like fight them or do whatever the fuck I want. Um, Like the street pass in the DS, like for the DS Pokemon. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think they're ready for that or it's not going to be a thing. So that's, that blows. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to take the Pokemon Go like features from this and put them into the next Pokemon so that way you can do it with the street pass. Because the 3DS has cameras. Like, in, uh, I'm not sure, but it has... Wi- yeah, it has internet connections and stuff. Yeah. So, like, it's possible. I don't know if it's, you know, super necessary that it has to be a smartphone. Well, I don't know if there's anything a smartphone can do that a DS can't. Yeah, and it's funny what you were mentioning about being in weird places because of this game. Like, the meme community has blown up about it. Oh, yeah. I've seen people tweeting, like, you know... It's like, God damn it, there's a Cubone outside in front of my neighbor's yard, but I know my neighbor's like a known drug dealer and I don't want to risk it. <laughs> then like an hour later, it's just like, fuck it, I'm getting that Cubone. And then you don't hear from that person ever again. It's like, well, I guess they got caught. Yeah. So, but like I said, these, the pictures that you get from the, you know, quote, augmented reality kind of just like look like bad Photoshop or if you just took a picture of a Pokemon and put it in MS Paint. So a lot of these images are super easy to fake. So when people are like, oh my God, I found like, a Lucaria, like, in the sky, like, on an airplane. It's like, no, no, you didn't. Like, it's super easy to just reap in these, you know, meme points, if yeah. you will. Um, so, but it's definitely impressive of an app. I don't consider it a game. And it seems, it seems like a good way to get people outside and exploring new stuff. Like, it's essentially just nerdy 
Fitbit and geocaching. Well, uh, that's redundant. Geocaching is nerdy as shit. <laughs> but it's that where you're like exploring. So I think it's a fun little thing if you're hiking somewhere and you're just like, ah, fuck it. Let me throw all my data and then look around to see if there's any Pokemon around. And it's like, oh, cool. I got a Mankey. You catch it and you turn your data off and then you go home. Like, it's a cool little thing. I don't think it's going to be this huge game where like everyone's going to be doing. I mean, everyone's going to do it for like the first month. But I think I think I agree with you guys that it's going to die down after a while. Yeah. I, I definitely want to give it credit for the fact that it brought back the initial magic of Pokemon, and I really do have the desire to catch them all. And it is just like, and I'm sure there's going to be ones that I'm not going to see in my local area, so I am going to have to travel the weird-ass places, so that's kind of cool. But the main complaint is uh, probably just because of how popular it is, and it's like launch day or whatever, but like the servers are, have been down ever since my lunch break, so fuck, get that yeah. shit up. Yeah, it's really sporadic of when the servers are up and when they go down, but it's like the entire world trying to play at once. They didn't really, sp- I mean, they could have spaced out the launch days in different countries more than just like within the week, but like what we did, we would have gotten them anyway, so half the US would have gotten it by the time Australia had it. That's probably a big reason why it's down. That's yeah. It, yeah. So it's, you know, it's a neat little feature. It's incredibly impressive for what they have done. Um, it's really nothing. It's got in-app purchases, and I know you got sucked in already. Oh, it's the first like <laughs> first in-app purchase I've ever done. I already spent ten bucks on like incense. Jesus to, like, Trying to attract p- Pokemon to you, like because like I said, I don't leave the house much. <laughs> so I caught like two Pidgeys in my house. It's like cool. I live in fucking Pallet Town, where it's just Pidgeys, Rattatas, and Caterpies all day. It's like I don't need this. I want better stuff. Exactly. So I bought the incense, and then I believe for every incense you use you're guaranteed at least one Pokemon because it appears almost instantly. And it's a random one. It's not one that was nearby. But that's about it. Like, you won't get any more. It's just that one. And then if you're walking around, you're likely to draw more to you. But it's not like they're going to just flock to you instantly. And I noticed, I told uh, these guys about it, but the uh, the game only functions while it's up and running. You can't have it running in the background. So it's not like you're going to be able to walk around with it playing in the background on your phone, and you'll catch a Pokemon or something, or you'll find one. It has to be open all the time. And if you have that incense, it only works for about 30 minutes. And if you turn, if you get rid of the game, close it, it's still counting down that incense. So if I, you know, start it, and use the incense, and then turn that app off, 30 minutes later, it's gone, whether I had it up the whole time or not. So it's an easy way to burn through money of buying all this stuff, using it and thinking it's working in the background but it's not yeah no so be careful of that good thing to bring that to people's attention but yeah you know you really do got to get out and it's funny I, I got my first opportunity to on my lunch break and i went to chick-fil-a and f- caught a pidgeotto which i wasn't expecting to see like an evolved pokemon just yet so that was exciting and then i was just driving around like this shopping mall and there was all sorts of shit i got a, a freaking venonat slowpoke like some really like ones I wasn't expecting it. Uh, and then, uh, Nita ran like the female version, uh, or Nina Rena, I forget what they're called. And then regardless, uh, the coolest thing was I saw a Jigglypuff, but I didn't get around to catching it. Cause I was like, would I had to like crash my car in order to get it? <laughs> and I was like, no, I want the Jigglypuff so bad. And then apparently I was near a Poliwag. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to try those areas again. Cause I want both of those Pokemon really bad. <laughs> Well, I've already, there's already been stories out of both, I believe in Australia and New Zealand of the police department saying, don't use Pokemon Go and come to our police department. And, Cause apparently there's like a sand, sand true that was around there. So a lot of people kept coming. 
so they've already put like public notices of like don't come here because it's some stupid game or some stupid <laughs> app. And I believe one kid went to like a bad part of the city and got stabbed and mugged. Oh like, Jesus phone Christ! Was stolen because he was playing Pokemon Go. So we've already hit a few casualties of it. Someone will die playing it. That's guaranteed. It will happen. <laughs> That's so it's sad only a matter of time. That it's like a hundred percent chance that's gonna happen. I know, but the thing Absolutely. about the game, it literally as you load the game, it's like pay attention to your surroundings. Like there's a big loading screen with fucking Gyarados on it, and it's just like you fucking idiot. If you're gonna play this game, you gotta look around the world you're in. Oh, but I mean, like I'll admit, I even drove around my neighborhood a bit in my car while using it, and it's more dangerous than texting. Because texting is just like, oh, you see a letter, you uh, message, you move on. This is like a visual component, so I'm just like fuck i can't do this this is way too dangerous it is <laughs> dude oh god that's what i meant with the whole jigglypuff thing i was like fuck i better not crash oh yeah i went to like a graveyard praying praying to god i'd find like a ghastly or haunter i got a fucking tentacle like so it doesn't they're not relative to the areas you'll find them in but apparently the water ones are supposed to be so say you're at a beach or a lake you should be able to find more water-based pokemon I mean, I went to a store and got a Magikarp, but apparently there was, like, a small pond or a lake around that area. So, like, it's, you know, it, they might be, but uh, it's not guaranteed. Yeah, because I, I found a Squirtle at a Baby's R Us, so I don't know. Yeah, I used one of those incense. A Squirtle appeared. I started smashing my phone to try and get it, and then it glitched out as an error, and then went to night mode, and then the Squirtle was gone. I was so mad. Oh, man. If it was any other Pokemon, I wouldn't give a shit. But that's another thing. Apparently, people were able to get starters and able to choose one of the three starters. Yeah, that happened to me. I picked Squirtle, dude. Yeah, dude, him? I got Squirtle too. Okay, because I was me and uh, I was talking to John from uh press or not press continue um one track gamers. Uh, we both got Bulbasaur and we didn't get a choice. So we were, we were like talking back and forth and we we're just doing like hashtag bulbs to uh, bulbs cool I guess like because I I just started it and he's like here's a Bulbasaur trying to catch it and I caught it and it's like cool moving on it's like wait what, what, what I didn't. I think I mean, what happened, all right. there's might, I'm not sure if this is the case or not, but maybe you guys accidentally like clicked your screen too quick and it chose for you or something. I don't know. I, I think there was a ch- choice of, yeah, the initial three. And I was considering Charmander because I'm like, yo, dude, fucking Charizard on this bitch. But like, no, Blastoise is where it's at. Well, I didn't, I didn't choose. It just popped up like, here's how you catch it. And it was the tutorial of how to catch the Pokemon. And it was Bulbasaur. Oh, it. okay. Like, maybe, maybe it was chosen for us. I forget. That's the thing. I wasn't sure if it's chosen randomly, like each person that downloads it randomly gets a different starter, or if you're consciously making the effort, like I'm choosing him over him. I feel like I consciously made the effort, but I could be wrong. Huh. Yeah, I could dude, I was standing in and or all around my character was Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle. Yeah, I made that decision, yep. Huh. Yeah, I didn't get that, so I'm wondering if there was something different, like or if I maybe I did mess up and not realize it. Oh, well, wow. that's the thing. If you're, like, tapping through the dialogue quickly, maybe that's what it, like, it, maybe Bulbasaur is, like, right under the last dialogue box or something. Maybe. Maybe I could try it again, because you can do, uh, you can link it to different accounts, like Gmail accounts and stuff. Yeah. So I'm able to try a different one. But, um, shit, I was going to say something else. Oh, I, oh, I know what I was going to say. We can't afford to play these songs, Mark. Yeah. God damn it. 
no, the thing about copyright it, copyright infringement alone will get, be through the roof. The thing I found is you have to be level five to even go to the first gym, and I just got to level five today, so I'm going to go to the, my first gym on my lunch break tomorrow and see how that goes. But apparently, with the whole gym factor, uh, you, you, there's three teams. Red, yellow, and blue. And I guess they represent the legendary burbs, Zapdos, uh, Articuno, and Moltres. Moltres, okay. Um, and that's the thing. I, I'm going team blue because Articuno is my shit, dude. I, if anything, it'd go Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres. How about you guys? I like Zapdos. Uh, Zapdos is my boy. I don't give a shit about any of them. <laughs> What's your I favorite really color, Bren, out of those three? I mean, I guess blue. Good. I'll pick Moltres just to be the, like, so we get them all in here. Ah, damn it. So, back in the day, Zapdos was the first Pokemon, when I was seven years old, I ever got to level 100. And Moltres is by far the weakest of the three, so. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Zapdos the highest, uh, like, attack power? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Well, okay, actually, I need to, I need to check some facts, but, yeah, I, I think Zapdos is, like, Zapdos is dope, don't get me wrong, but I He's, did love Articuno's, like, Ice Beam and everything. It was sick. Well, mm-hmm. it was kind of like with the EV, like, evolutions. It was like, Jolteon had, like, the highest offensive capabilities. Vaporeon had a defense or maybe a special power or something. And then both Flareon and Moltres were like, they're cool-looking, but stats-wise, they just suck. So no yeah. one picked them. No, and, yeah, the, their attacks are, like, not that great. Their, yeah. their defense is, like, where they get shredded. <laughs> well, yeah, it, so, like... Yeah, type uh, advantage and stuff. It was funny, though. In our Slack, I, I saw that Dubs mentioned something like, oh, well, we should all do, like, a Pokemon Go team, like, with the almost better than Silence fans and stuff, and we could all, like, I don't know how that's going to work, but in general, he, he wanted to have us all be on the same gym team, and I know that me and him are going blue, I think AJ's going red, so we're already mixed up, so it's <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, I mean, that's the thing. It's not super social. Like, you don't run into each other while playing, so... It's, that's what I mean. It's weird why there's teams because it's not like you're fighting each other. Do you think they're gonna include an update where it will be more like social? Because that's what I expected all along, honestly. If it's just me, like on my own catching Pokemon, then what's the fucking point? I don't think it'll be an update because I think that would be a huge feature. And if it was going to be in the game, they would have done it from launch. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, we'll see what ends up happening with Pokemon Go. How oh. long people stay interested and all that. I remember what I was gonna say. Um, one thing that I don't think it made clear, like I found out on my own, is if you catch duplicates of a Pokemon, you can transfer them, which is essentially releasing them, and then you get one of those Pokemon's candy, and the candy and Stardust, whatever the fuck that is, increases their power, and if you get enough of that specific candy, you can evolve them. So, I think I'm pretty close with Pidgey, I think has 11 of the candy right now, and he needs 12 to evolve, but I noticed, like, Magikarp, I have, like, 7 of his candy, and he needs 400 to evolve. So, Ooh, right from the is very elusive, very elusive. But I think like mo- like I have a gloom. I think he needs fifty, and I only have three. So, from what I can tell, the only way to get more candy is by catching these Pokemon and then releasing them again. And like I think catching and releasing, you would get four, three for the catch, one for the release. And if that's how you, the only way you can get candy, like no one's going to be evolving shit. You're just going to be running around trying to catch them on their own. Because evolving is going to take so fucking long. Yeah, I see what you mean. So, like, that's kind of my biggest, like, complaint where it's just like, all right, like, a Pidgey as a 12 into a Pidgeot, like, that's fine. Well, I- 50, 50, I get it's going to be tough, but, like, 400 or, like, maybe, like, Dratini, like, is probably going to be a lot. Like, 
that no one's going to be able to evolve anything. Knowing the mobile game design, though, there's definitely probably going to be some kind of in-app purchase that's like, buy all the candies you want, or whatever the fuck, so I don't know. Oh, totally. That's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I already got suckered into it. Exactly, so, so that's proof. But... Uh, I think that's anyway, all we've been playing. Be and before Mark keeps singing, we should play, uh, I Was Walrus. You guys down? Sure. Hey, man, you know, I'm out here just... So, we are here trying to figure out who's going to be the judge. Any takers? Nope. I competed last time, so I guess, I mean, I will be the judge if you guys, if you guys want me to. All right, well. I'll do it. Under one condition, you use the majority of our predetermined <laughs> categories. Oh, dude, you're taking all the fun out of it. <laughs> no, okay, that's fair. Uh, you're actually, abusing the fun. No, actually, I might, I might, because, because I take a really long time to come up with topics sometimes all right well then that's fair you're gonna be the judge we do have a few in the channel conversation games if you want to but whatever you come up with is fair game okay yeah let me i'm, I'm checking it out but i'll be brainstorming in the meantime okay and to fill some time we can hit some topics brain uh, brendan's game news corner in like five seconds during i was the walrus yeah i always do it last second i always forget um but apparently No Man's Sky is actually finished. Apparently it's like actually completed. And the developers released a picture of them with the game. And everyone's just assuming they're going to break the disc somehow. And it's going to get delayed again. Because it's been delayed like five years now. So maybe it's finally happening. Happening. Maybe it's not. I sure hope so. Yeah. Um, fig. I believe it was .co. That crowdfunding website that Tim Schafer was supporting. Because he knew the guy who made it. And they crowdfunded Psychonauts 2. Remember that? Remember how we talked it was kind of shady? Yeah. Don't really talk, trust Tim Schafer with your money because he always fucks it up somehow, no matter how much you want Psychonauts 2. Uh, apparently, they don't have a lot of that money. Apparently, something like something like $1.75 or something is unaccounted for. And they're not really sure why. Like It's put on hold by uh, the Securities Exchange Commission by the government. Hashtag Bren told you so. Yeah, so the government's even stepping in and going like, guys, what the fuck are you doing with this money? Like, where this isn't super legitimate, and it's just questioning everything. And there's an article I read on uh, Polygon, and the more I read it, the more suspicious I was, where even the company was saying, like, yeah, all the money raised by that game isn't going towards that game. It's going towards other projects to help everybody. It's like, no, 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 no. We put our money in for that game. I don't want to be paying for fucking Bulletstorm 2 when I was paying for Psychonauts 2, like, and it, the creator was saying he'd give, like, he wouldn't give all the money at once to the developers, he'd give it at a certain time, like, they'd hit certain, like, payment walls where they'd give it at one, I don't know. It just, the more I read it, the shadier it seemed. Yeah. So, do not trust it. Like, do not trust that at all. Yeah, I'm sure the other projects they were funding was their cocaine habits or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, none of the other projects, I, I think a few of the other websites got funded, but we're talking about what rock band for the PC port 
that didn't get funded all the way. But like Kickstarter, we're not sure if, if it doesn't get funded, does everyone keep their money? Or if it's like Indiegogo or GoFundMe, where if it doesn't get funded all the way, it takes the money anyway. So I, I would love to know someone who actually knows inform, more information about this, but I do not trust this website for a second. Good, uh, good idea to bring that to our listeners' attention, just in case you were unsure. Like that was like the final nail in the coffin of any suspicion I had. Like it's even shadier than I thought. And speaking of super shady shit, uh, I won't get into it too much because I don't know all that much and I also don't care all that much. But there's apparently some YouTuber, like a few YouTubers out there who play CSGO a lot and got famous for it. And they have a very young audience. That's kind of the big uh, point in this is they would advertise this website where CSGO would have crates and you would just randomly get like you would get crates, but it would just be random shit in it. And some of it's worth a lot of money. Like some of the stuff in this crate, they're all skins and stuff and different weapons for the game. But people would sell them online for legitimate cash. And like some of these skins go for like thousands of dollars. I think they said like an annual income of this sort of trading and selling of skins like market is in like the billions. It's a huge thing. It's massive. It's ridiculous. And some of these YouTubers who are big in the CSGO community were advertising this website. And it turns out that they're some of the owners of the website. And that some of the rare boxes they would get randomly weren't so random. So it's these guys knowingly fucking around with the odds and get like making themselves look good so people would pay and use their website and kind of rigging it. And it's super fucking illegal. This isn't shady. This is straight up illegal. Yeah, at that point. And like, and not even like, like shoplifting like a keychain or something. This is like, felony level illegal because it's so much money they're fucking people out of and most of the people involved are like i said young kids of their audience and demographics because it's gambling it's just straight up gambling on whether or not you get the stuff and i think on the website it has like an age restriction like checkbox where it's just like are you 13 years of age or older and if you hit yes you can get in so to gamble online on possibly thousands of dollars worth of digital skins you only have to be 13 wow so it's super fucking illegal and these guys are gigantic assholes and valve actually has a class action lawsuit i believe against them because it's a valve game and i believe they admitted to knowing about it or having some involvement of it some kind i don't know all of valve's details about it but they've gone like quiet on it all and are dealing with it privately shit but uh, I forget his name, but one of the YouTubers involved, I believe it's like three of the, like three of them are the biggest culprits, but one of them released a video kind of saying like, Hey guys, sorry, I didn't admit to this, but I'm coming clean now. And I'm like being like upfront about it all. <laughs> it's cool though. Right? Like I apologize. So we're cool. Like while he's sitting in a mansion, like one of his two mansions, like gigantic fucking houses. And he's just a smug little piece of shit. Like, trying to play it off like, hey, since I'm apologizing, we're all good now, right? Because he's built up this fan base where they think they're friends, and he's clearly playing off that. Like, some kind of twisted fucking sociopath. So much so that the video was taken down probably within the day of him posting it. Because everyone saw it and was like, this guy's fucking sick, and he's just preying on these kids. Jesus. Alright. So, don't fucking gamble on games. 
don't do it. It's just as shady as Tim Schafer and Fig.co. You know what? I'm going to roll the Ives Walrus intro again. <laughs> Sorry. All right, what's up, Mark? So, um, you are a computer hacker, and your goal is to make the f- the funniest hack you can think of. So, who are you going to hack, and what are you going to do as the hack? So, who would I hack, and what would I hack? Oh, we have to have the who we're hacking? Or yeah, it's- who, who and what you're doing to their system. Oh, okay. All right, I got mine. All right, I've got mine. Okay. All right, three, two, one, go. All right, mine would be an audio hack that basically would play the latest episode of Almost Better Than Silence, and I'd hack everyone. <laughs> okay. Just fucking viral marketing for our own podcast. Pretty much. Gee, I wonder, I wonder who hacked everyone and like why they did well, it. Oh wait, it's like it's their own podcast. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's pretty much like that YouTube giving everyone their album that they didn't want. It's just like, hey, check us oh, out. God. <laughs> Yeah, everyone was thrilled about that. That totally worked for them. <laughs> um, I would hack Kanye West and just have it so it would be some sort of program that would change every, or not change every, but just flood the internet with so many pictures of him and turning him into one of those like weird horse girls that we all knew in middle school that like were obsessed with horses, like Tina Belcher level, like obsessed, and where it was just to a creepy level. And just turn Kanye West into a weird horse girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's he, so that's he so just lose all credibility. He just loves horses so much and her beautiful manes and her big cloppy horses, and it's Kanye West, and it'd be hilarious. I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate that very much. No. But then again, I don't appreciate him, so he can go fuck himself. Yeah. He's just a big gay fish. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Yeah, I like fish sticks. What about <laughs> I realize. I've been so lonely, girl. I've been so sad now. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy horse girl in middle school only grows up to be the crazy cat woman in life. Whoa. There's a connection there. I, I bet on it. But those are our answers, Mark. Yeah. Okay. What do you, how do you handle that? Have any questions? No, that, that like, no, they're both, they're both good. But I, I think I'm going to have to go with Brendan because that's just so obscure and specific and weird and I love it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't blame you for a second. That's like yeah. so creative. I love it. Every picture of him performing at a concert, he's wearing like a horse sweater or has like a My Little Pony backpack on or something. <laughs> yeah, nobody needs to hear us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Especially no. after this episode. <laughs> All right, let's go on to round okay. two. Yeah, I'm, we're shooting right. ourselves in the foot a bit with our own publicity, but we're also ruining Kanye's West life. So hey, so I'm okay so with it's this. It's fine. It's fine, man. It's okay. Yep. Okay. So the category is: you're the head of a big video game company, and you are in charge of making the next big rhythm game. 
Like think think DDR or like Guitar Hero or Res. Yeah, or yeah, any any type of game that involves timing of presses or whatever to music. So what's your your new rhythm game to put a spin on the industry? Okay, so do we need a name and a description or just a name? Um, just a description of how it works. So like if you pick D- like if you were the first person to make DDR, you'd be like stepping on arrows, like four arrows, t- timing it to like this thing scrolling on the screen. So it's like something like that. Okay, and then do we get bonus points for a name? Um, all right, yeah, you can come up with a name too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that rhythm game thing we saw at Too Many Games Contest. Oh my god, I need to <laughs> put a video. I have a video of that. I'm going to put it in the show notes. That was the stupidest fucking thing <laughs> ever. In fact, no, this thing made no sense. It was a two-player contraption of a fucking arcade device. Actually, It was actually in Japanese, so it made it that much harder to literally understand. Yeah. But it was one of those, like, J-pop, like, rhythm games. And the way... It was structured. It had these like appendages on it that to me, we <laughs> thought we were supposed to like bump them. But after a while, we got to the point where like, are they just sensors and we're supposed to like wave our hands and feet underneath these? And it was just completely confusing. And we probably looked like total idiots trying to figure this <laughs> thing out. But, uh, and we didn't figure it out. We ended up walking away being like, well, no idea what that was. Well, I think we got it, but it was just like, it's dumb. And then we walked away. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just like a light sensor above it. So you just had to wave your hand and block the light to like count as a beat. So, but there was four on each side, like two above and two at the bottom, and then for two players. So me, Doug, and his girlfriend were just smashing on it, trying to hit him like drum pads, and like on the front, it clearly says, "Do not hit! Like, <laughs> don't do that!" You, you guys we are breaking like, the smashing. rules. Oh yeah, because we had no idea what to do. But you were supposed to just dance in front of it, and I'm sure it was supposed to be like a dance game where you're supposed to do the dance movement correctly with the beat. But all you had to do was flail your hands and feet in front of it, like at the right time. So it's just like, oh, this is dumb. But we, we look, it's like a good twenty minutes of us just trying to figure it out. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So taking that into account, I'm going to use that as my inspiration for my own rhythm game. <laughs> Let's see here. It's with the connect. It doesn't work with anyone who has a dark skin tone because <laughs> the connect is racist. <laughs> it is racist. So and it's is never face coming swap. back. Face swap doesn't oh, work it? if you're too dark. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, the Kinect's dead, and I couldn't be happier. What? You don't play with your eye toy on your PS2, Bren? That's literally what it was. That technology was like 15 years old when the Kinect came out, and it didn't get any better. No. And it's like, oh, God, when they connect, when they were announcing the Xbox One, it's like, oh, this will be not mandatory. This will be mandatory. We'll have this, this, this. And then all within a month, they went back on all of it because it was so fucking dumb. Because no one wanted it. So dumb. Oh, they're do- uh, this will be good for you, Mark, and all the Xbox One fans if you keep this in Doug. Uh, but Red Dead Redemption is going to get remade for the Xbox One. Oh, my God. Ooh. I never played the first one, and I've been wanting to so badly. It's still selling consistently well. It's ridiculously popular. I never played it, but I know people who, like, it's they love it. It's one I of the best games ever made. definitely be picking that up. Yeah. So I'm sure... If it's going to be remade, I'm sure I think they have like two DLC packs or something. I'm sure they'll add those to it as well, or they should at least. I think when they announced that, like on Amazon, sales for Red Dead Redemption like skyrocketed. Like it went to like the top ten most bought thing on Amazon that day. Dang, the game's great. There's no denying that. All right, I think I'm ready. Okay. 
Oh, I'm ready too. I didn't notice. You guys are good? Okay. Yeah. Uh, three, two, one, go. You go first, Bren. Ham bone, jam bone. That's where you're just doing a ham bone, like, rhythm game. God damn it. Okay, mine's called Hump Master 7 Rebirth Edition. <laughs> and the, wow. the tag, wow, tag really line blue there, is Hump like... It Up. And the thing is, you only get one controller, and it goes around your waist, and it senses <laughs> your humps. <laughs> so I'm, like... My game was like you're slapping your hands against your like thighs and like just doing you know hand boning. It's a really weird like southern like thing. And then Doug's just straight up fuck machine. Yep, Help Master Seven I Rebirth. Just you, funk to the. I beat. love how you added the Rebirth edition because there's rebirth. not even a like it's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're rebirthing your Xbox after you get impregnated with your dick. Pretty much you filthy animal. Hey, the- I just pictured the controller just looking super like, <laughs> like the controller's like, a sex doll. Yeah, like like the designers would make it with like completely like innocent pure minds, <laughs> but it would end up just looking like a strap on dude. Pretty much, and I don't know. And you could just hump to your favorite tunes. I don't know. It's gonna be a bestseller. Hump it up is the tagline. All right, I think Doug. I think Doug got. That. You mean I can hump to the whole Offspring Smash album? <laughs> oh boy! And I, it also makes me laugh because if you think about it, there's like there's no skill because there's one move, <laughs> pretty much, and it's over and over again in different rhythms. What if you include your pinky? You get the little like tinkler. Like, you get like a bonus point for that. Pretty much. <laughs> there's just like like every song would be super. You got to hit the G note. Jesus it's Christ! Super easy because it's <laughs> one movement. <laughs> It'd be like if Guitar Hero had one button. <laughs> Instead of a guitar, it's a dick. It wouldn't even have the strumming thing. It would just have, like, one button that you press it. Hey, but if someone just can't get that motion down, they'd be really bad at the game. So there that's, is some skill required. That's true, but it made Congrats me laugh really hard. Your game just raised an army of perverts and deviants for generations to come. No, it's just preparing... Quite literally to come. It's, uh, oh, Jesus. It's preparing uh, virgins for sex. <laughs> oh my god, where'd you learn that technique? Oh, I learned it from Pump Master 7. <laughs> <laughs> you like that baby? My Xbox taught me how to do it. It's, and it's. <laughs> why is it number 7? There's only the first one. <laughs> I don't know, but that works. Alright. Oh All right, my god. A- so dumb. <laughs> It's so dumb. God damn it. I'm glad that worked out. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Jesus. All right. Let me let me start brainstorming. It's funny because as I came up with that name, like, it was so good in my head that I literally wrote it down in my URL because I was like, <laughs> I'm never going to say it right <laughs> unless I write that down. Uh, oh, I thought you were saying, like, it's so good. I have to see if someone already made it. <laughs> if not, I, I have to get on this. Oh, that's, that's us in the past with Sagios. That's a lot of stuff, actually. We were like, what about this? And we looked up, it's like, oh, God, someone actually did it? <laughs> Fucking idiots. Except for Bread Shoes Rocks. That's us. Oh. Bread Shoes Dot Rocks. Hell yeah. What is it? Isn't it? Oh, is it Dot Rocks? Or is it, I thought it was Bread Shoes R-O dot C-K-S. Well, let me just remind you, don't Google Hump Master 7. But also... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
and then also uh bread shoes that rock still gets like a couple of hundreds of thousands of visitors a day i think hundreds of no. thousands <laughs> that's more listeners than we have <laughs> fuck that no, our listeners don't, they don't listen to this show they're just obsessed with the bread shoes <laughs> should put some abts shit on bread shoes that rock <laughs> isn't that what always happens though the one thing you work like tirelessly on gets no attention and then the one thing you just like fart out on like a whim gets like super popular just like god shit fuck damn it yeah pretty much speaking of which maybe i'll mention my musical project no i'm kidding (laughs) someday listener someday or those 14 other podcasts we said we'd make (laughs) taking a book okay i have a topic all right okay so we're running out of stuff good (laughs) (laughs) clearly this one might be a stretch but Oh boy. Um, it has nothing to do with, with uh, going to jail, so. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> or waking up. I mean, I have plenty of those if you want that instead. No, we'll save that I for next really time. Don't. Okay. Yeah. But, so, you, uh, you are tasked with starting the next big trend in the automotive scene. So, like, you know how people have, like, super low cars or, like, like deep dish wheels or something. I've never heard of that. Okay. <laughs> what what's what are you going to do to try and start the next the next big thing in the car scene? Like what what are you going to do to your car that hope that you're going to try and make catch on? Did you say deep dish wheels? Like are you going to fill <laughs> right? your tires with cheese? Like what the hell is No, this? no, no. They're like they uh so it I already got my idea. Looks like a like a dish. Like it's it, it's hard to I can't describe it. I have to send you a picture of it. But I already got my idea. All right, I you think I, I I have mine too. Oh wow, that was really fast. Well, I know I'm gonna lose, but whatever. Oh no. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. Well, you know how people have been putting like balls at the bottom of their like trucks or whatever, and oh, they like God. Truck nuts? Instead, so instead of that, it'd I just be a a dick for an antenna. <laughs> Just the complete package. Yep. <laughs> That's actually really funny. All right, Bren, what's yours? So wait, are you selling dick antennas or is this shit up dildos? You're just putting the antenna through. Uh, probably both. <laughs> you you got to choose which yeah, one. Yeah, it's like, do you want the authentic or do you want just a dildo slapped on there? <laughs> We're going under a low bridge. Let me wield. Let me slide down my dick antenna so it doesn't get clipped <laughs> off, so it doesn't get circumcised by the bridge. <laughs> Um, mine would be deeper dish wheels, and it would be wheels so deep, you can actually cook a pizza in them, because the wheels get so hot while you drive. So you put all the ingredients in on the side, and then put a lid on top, and then when you get to your destination, boom, you got pizza. (laughs) That kind of tastes like asphalt. Yeah, I was gonna say, the the logistics (laughs) of that, it could be nice, but it could also taste like shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Tell me more about your big old dick car. Hey, hey, I'm saying I'm not necessarily <laughs> sure I'm going to be dr- driving the latest trend, but like some people might be hooked on it. Yeah, but instead of looking like a giant dick with some truck nuts hanging off of you, you get pizza with mine. Yeah. I think you'll be leaving a trail of cheese. I don't think it's going <laughs> to work too well. I think I'm okay. This is absolutely think, crazy, but I think I'm actually going with with Doug's answer because yes, what, dude? Because like, I hate those stupid balls on the back of those lifted trucks. <laughs> I hate them. I hate lifted trucks. I I it, 
Like, I, well, actually, you know, it would be fine if if ninety nine percent of the odors weren't absolute douchebags. But you I know I'm stereotyping. But I think it would pizza. be hilarious if, like, it actually became a trend to put a big dildo. <laughs> And like, but they think it's cool, but everybody else is just laughing hysterically. Pretty much, it's like, dude, you just have a dick antenna straight up, and they're like, no, 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 no. Dr. Dre has one. It's cool. It's yeah, cool. it's like, yeah, yeah. They they think it's really cool because it's like hip and trendy, but it actually everyone's just making fun of them. That's the point. Hell yeah, Mark. I'm <laughs> glad you saw the truth behind the the dicks. No, but you're, dude, you're the pizza thing is good too because. Clearly someone, not good enough, though. No, dude, someone's got to win. Yes, you know. and I haven't so, in so long. Picturing someone driving down the road with four pizzas on their on their wheels. <laughs> yeah, pretty it funny looks too. Awesome. There we go. So with mine, you'd be driving down the road and you'd be leaving a trail of cheese behind. But with <laughs> Doug's, you'd be driving down the road and me leaving a trail of wet puss behind because everyone gets so hot and heavy over the dick antennas. Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah. Why I, not? Sure. <laughs> This is the one round I try not to just say dick, and <laughs> it fucking wins both categories. Uh, we earned our explicit tag today. All right, anyway. <laughs> we did. Let's... Dick, cock, boss, cunt. All right, that was why I was the walrus. <laughs> and let's do some plugs here. Where can listeners find you, Bryn? How much I was trying to be serious, I'm like, don't do gambling, don't do this, don't support these guys, like serious like, stories, and then dick balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> almost or no, what am I? Um, ABTS Brendan, uh, Brendan on Twitter. You guys know totally. And how about you, Mark? Uh, on Instagram, I am Ayaka, Ayaka, and on Twitter. I Ooh. I am uh, Mark Mark Leet Hacks Lol. Holy shit! Is that real? Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a really dumb Twitter account. It's so stupid. But I'm gonna try and get it going again. Follow follow <laughs> the shit out of him, people. Yeah, but it's and it's at Mark M A R K and Leet is one three three seven, and then Hacks is it, actually it's I actually forget what i just said because it's really complicated it's so comp why did i make it so complicated go to one of our twitters and just find him through that i don't even think we follow him on the main account but we'll work on it (laughs) i do on mine i tweeted at brendan the other day something um, dumb and i don't think he act (laughs) he follows me actually yeah he does and i i I tweeted at you uh, you didn't you didn't actually respond to it but it happens. It's just fucking gibberish. Welcome to Twitter, Mark. Um, and then, listener, if you like our show, we have a Twitter and Facebook. Our handle's ABT Silence. Um, I used to Twitch stream every Tuesday and Thursday at 8, but, like, the past few weeks have been off because of, like, vacation and other things. But I do plan on getting back into that more regularly. Hopefully, in the coming Tuesdays and Thursdays, if you tune in, I'll be there. But not making any promises now. Uh, but we'll see. And then if you could leave us some iTunes reviews, I know we got a handful recently, so we really appreciate that. In fact, next time we do an episode, I'll start reading some of those just because we got some pretty awesome ones. So, um, thanks for listening. If you did, uh, give us a tweet and let us know what you think of the show and we'll see you next week. Oh, and, uh, I was all music by DJ Cutman.